Never leave the mic, son. Another week, this 8th of June, 2017. Joining me as always, Stan Miller. Hello, hello. And as good as, whoa. Don't set the theme on <laughs> the loop. loop. <laughs> you guys had your own theme music. Did you hear that? Excellent. Had to cut it short, though. Um, Rick Legato, Tom McGill, um, who we can hello. almost call residents now yes. on the panel, yeah. on the... Tom and I are like that rash that just won't go away. Yeah. Absolutely. We put as long as you put food in front of us. Yeah. Three deadbolts on the door is not enough. Um, a little bit of a hiatus due to technical. catastrophic tech, technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but we've managed to get it right. And every time all roads lead to one piece of software, mm. XSplit, mm. which we love and hate equally at the same time. Mm. I suspect the Russians. Oh, uh, yes. Who We don't know who manufactures XSplit. <laughs> But it's on a lot of young, uh, say, 14 to 28-year-old gamers' PCs out there. It's the game capture broadcast software of choice. So it probably does belong to the Russians. Hmm. Um, So, yes, uh, last time we had a look at Big Trouble in Little China, and that now exists only in the ether. Oh, yes. what a show that was. Um, <laughs> was so show. we'll, we'll uh, revisit that when it's nice and cold. And we forgot about and it. We've forgotten about it, and so <laughs> we can rant at one another. Age has its uh, I, um, I, I will, benefits. I will do that if we have the board game here, and while we do the show, we play the game. <laughs> Very excited that we found the Big Trouble in Little China board game. That's, that's a good idea. Through the week, it? I thought that was fantastic. Whose find was that, by the way? Was that yours, Tom? No. No, no I found it. Was that, it was yeah. a good find. Yeah. It's got me interested. Um, so tonight we're going to have a look at another cult classic, which is really the flavour of what we do here, is, mm-hmm. um, and try to uh, pull it apart, have a look at its narrative, have a discussion on how we how we found it, some of us for the first time, I can speak for, certainly speak for myself there, and it is Hawk the Slayer, mm. which is a 1980 mm. um, swords and sorcery, sorcery um, cult classic. Mm. Out of uh, produced in the UK, um, Pinewood Studios and the forest that's just outside of the back door of <laughs> Pinewood Studios, <laughs> where many a UK classic, including Doctor Who and various others, all took place in the same. I reckon you could probably hold a, a whole bunch of stuff up, and there's that tree, <laughs> there's that ditch. You can do that in this film. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, from shot to shot. You're right. You're right. There was miles, a couple of miles shots. Miles away, and there's the same tree again. I think at one point they went through another dimension, came out the other side, <laughs> and it was the same tree. It was the same tree, that's right. <laughs> so, um, how are we, gentlemen? How pretty was our short hiatus? Uh, pretty, pretty, I'm pretty good. Uh, short hiatus, uh, a little bit too long, unfortunately, lost that last show, but yeah, I don't know, I'm ready to go. 
Rick? Um, I'm good. I actually got to watch a film I didn't hate. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy. And you watched that. it with the lady? Yep. Who gave her colourful commentary the entire way through. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't uh, share the same passion for it that you did? Um, she does kind of like here. it. She yeah, should she should be. Here be. She had some, some polarisation to She the had podcast. some choice um, ways to describe some of the props. I dare say she was. I dare say, yeah, yeah there's the sort of fist probably. Um, the uh, I dare say there was a bias there as well, trying to protect your um, uh, juvenile feelings of yesteryear, yeah. which I would understand that. Tom, I saw the film for the first time. I think it's the first film that I'm on with this podcast that I hadn't already known. Same, so, same, yeah. yeah, same here. Yeah. Oh, so, right. so we're yeah. all virgins, except for you. Yeah, it's one of my all-time favourites. And you saw, you, you've seen it a lot. So you, yeah? yeah. Okay, so you have to tell us that story, right? So when did you first see it, and why did you keep watching it? And yeah. did you? <laughs> why did you keep watching it? <laughs> <laughs> and what kept you coming back? Um, now uh, let me give you a bit of context of that because I was reading comments from people on online, and you can go to various different places where random blogs and IMDb people are leaving comments and. There is a very strong feeling out there amongst people that thought that this was the most awesome shit that they had ever seen when they were a kid. Some comments, I'll, I'll give you two. One was some guy was saying, oh, I used to love this so much. I held a tape recorder uh -huh. up against the TV yeah. and pressed record and recorded the whole thing on cassette tape so that when my family and friends could go on, when, when we went on holiday, I could play just the audio and listen to it. Dan, kids, I did the same thing to the black hole. Oh, really? oh, did ah. That's a bad film. <laughs> Because the black hole is the classic that I go to when I want to describe a movie that did not age well. Because no. I loved no, it and as I well. I loved it as well. And I had it on tape because I, I would like recently and listen to the film. Yeah, I saw it recently and it did not no, age I don't want well. to see it again. It and, and there were a couple of people that said, you know, oh, I don't think I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I do love it and I do have this fond memory of it. And the last one I'll tell you is that um, some guy was writing and he's like, oh, I found this movie again. And it's like... Nobody believed me. I told people about this movie and nobody believed me. And in the end, I thought it was a dream. I thought I dreamed the movie. Yeah. And he's like, this is real. I found it again. This is pretty amazing. Because I think it didn't get released in Australia for about four or five years. Yeah. yeah there was a really late delayed release in, in Australia. But then again, I mean, we were so far behind the rest of the world in the 80s, you know, for this type of stuff. Mm. Um, and for me, the... I... It is the exact recipe for that sorcery swords, um, 1980s, uh, the Krull. Um, there's a whole bunch of movies there that all when, sort of fit in that Dungeons genre. When did Dungeons & Dragons gaming really take off? In the that? 1980s. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. To, that, towards the late. Play, play before? Is this, did, did these fantasy films spring out of that? I mean, it, it was already happening by 1980, mm. but it didn't really hit until the mid-80s yeah. big. Yeah, sort of '83. Excalibur was a big film, although it was sort of based on a story that, that mm. sort of dated a lot, a lot earlier. But that whole knights and shining mm. swords and all that sort of stuff. A, a lot of people quote that this kicked that type of thing off. I'd like to actually see a bit of a chronology of what yeah. happened after it and what happened before it. But there's certainly some good lists um, on IMDb for swords and sorcery, so yeah. you can get like the top thirty of them. And there's a whole bunch in there. Mm. There's um, Dragon Slayer. Um, there's a whole bunch that, that just look exactly the same. They but all this, look this is a classic 
dungeon quest thing. You have yeah, your yeah. your standard token dwarf. You have to have yeah, the elf. It's yeah. it's just a it has normal, all the tropes. It has everything in there, and it's a quest. Yeah. Whereas uh, you know that dragon slayer. Yeah. So did was there a gap? Did you see um, it recently, having not seen it for a while? Yeah. Yeah. How long? Uh, maybe ten years. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing it. I was at uni, very poor. We had exhausted all the sword and sorcery films we knew. This is around 1990. We'd gone through our Conans and our Krulls and any, anything else that we could get our ha- hands on. And then someone told us Hawk the Slayer. And we could not believe that there was a fantasy film out there we hadn't seen. Uh-huh. So we went to local video, had to rejoin under a different name because we never paid our fines <laughs> so we had multiple sounds ali- like a quest yeah. within a quest here. Ali- alias is there there's just a whole bunch of memories just came <laughs> yeah. flooding back to me of, of over uh, late fees on videos yeah anyway and uh, like i said we were so excited because we couldn't believe that there was a sword and sorcery film out there we hadn't <clears> seen and we took it in and 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 people people Dungans have to remember that this is before Lord of the Rings. Yes. Mm. Mm. And we put it on and I think we squeed like squealed like <laughs> girls the entire time. We're just like, it's fantastic. <laughs> and then it became sort of our um, along with Mad Max, um, Dogs in Space. Uh, that were three films that we just kept watching over and over and over again. The uh, the the tag is um, with the aid of his companions, a man seeks to defeat his evil brother, who has taken a nun hostage. Yes. Whoever wrote that. the nuns. Whoever wrote that could have done better. I think. <laughs> well, yeah. I like this one up here, yeah. where this is where they tried to do better, and it's yeah. like True. two brothers yes. locked in deadly combat yep. to the end of time, and it's I- like. What do you mean the end of time? That doesn't even mean anything, and it's not even in the movie. There, I swear there were some better ones. Um, well, he does get resurrected, up. doesn't he? So, well, I suppose. Be, yeah, he keeps getting getting woken up at the end. Maybe that is the end of time reference, because there's been talk about um, making a sequel, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, um, and a, a, a remake as well. I thought the oh, plan was for this to become a series. Uh, there's talk of that as well. I, I yeah. had a feeling that. The way it ended was so it would be. I felt that they were leaving yeah. the ending open enough that if it got picked up, it could become the interesting a, a thing, series. Yeah. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but they're also leaving the beginning open enough as well. Mm. It's as if there was already a show or a movie prior to this. Yeah, the prequel. They all just get together again <laughs> to yeah. have another adventure again. The I main, f- yeah. I, I, I believe that some of the uh, actors are still doing the circuits with sword in hand. Ah, oh, right. Okay. Like that sword gets wheeled out at conventions all the time. And the main guy, the... Terry... Terry John Terry. John Terry. Mm. He's still... Uh, I think he's got something to do with the push to get the part two happening. I would, I would get his autograph at <laughs> Supernova. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be one of those. I was Absolutely. pretty sure there was a Kickstarter for it in 2015, but it didn't I come I didn't off. even know about it. Yeah, there was a Kickstarter. Yeah, I did read that. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into what this film is all about. And just to give anyone a heads up that's listening to the drivel that is this this show, we, we try to have a look at the film in a linear format where we look at it from start to finish, from credits to credits. Mm. Um, and along the way, we add what we found uh, when we talk about certain things. And that's basically the format that we follow. And we try to get to the end of the film by the time the 
clock runs out. Mm-hmm. We're doing quite well. We're we're only ten minutes. We've wasted only ten minutes in the <laughs> in the drivel thus far. And Dan is our master of ceremonies uh, when it comes to progressing us through that narrative, mm-hmm. uh, keeping us on the straight and narrow. Cool. All yours, Dan. Where do we start here? I right, well, first for me, the uh, rotoscoped animated opening. I thought you'd like bird that. effect. That was pretty cool. Mm, okay, wasn't happy that. with the eight-year-old girl screaming, <laughs> while, which was supposed to be the what was it? A crow? It was supposed hawk. to be a crow? Oh, of oh, course, hawk. the slayer. Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch the film, dude? <laughs> no, I did. I'm off to a terrible start. But I, if you listen uh, next time, you'll hear the um, the scream, which is supposed to be a hawk noise, is clearly a, a, a probably a, somewhere between eight and nine-year-old. <laughs> Girl, oh boy, I don't know. Being tortured, being, being tortured, a, yeah. Being a Chinese burn and like, <laughs> and record, break the finger. <laughs> yeah. um, so take us from there, Dan. All right. So um, as kind of usual, I've just sort of written down a whole bunch of story beats, and we can kind of talk about them, and that will sort of progress us through the movie. There was a whole lot of um, uh, a whole lot of beginning that happened at the beginning. Um, there were a number of different sort of story beats that were going on so the first one I was thinking about was the inciting incident so what kicks this whole story off dad dad, dad gets murdered dad gets murdered around the pink ju- pink, the pink and gold jacuzzi the pink and gold jacuzzi with a very lazy looking <laughs> gargoyles <laughs> which we're not sure whether it had anything to do with the story but it looked like a pretty funky room to, to hang the sword of fist in yeah and notice that yes we well you won't notice the because fisting sword there's the, the, the yeah the empty fist yes that's yes right, at this stage um, I don't know there's lots to love about this why is he in a gold temple uh, a gold foil thing I don't know he's 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 also like doing the kind of grand wizard praying thing mm. that you know wizards p- pray beside purple saunas and I don't know gargoyles they're, they're the most bored looking gargoyles you've <laughs> yeah. ever seen they're, they're sort of propping up their heads <laughs> thinking of their dreamy crush from high school okay now we also see two other shots mm-hmm. and it is of a dark rider cloppity clop on his horse and we also see what looks like Han Solo on his horse yes riding elsewhere in the yes then they're both riding through the forest yes. for some reason because this is a flashback right this is not the start of the, This is already oh, in the film of Flashback. Oh, did you perceive it as a pl- that's flashback? What I, that's what I perceive. Just the whole story, backstory of him with his wife. So they all come as no, flashbacks. No, I thought that... I thought it was a... I thought it was real time. Okay. I thought we real were time. real time. Yeah. I thought we were real time. I think time. the flashback of the wife getting murdered, that's definitely a flashback. flashback. It's definitely got flashbacks. Yeah. But we'll at this stage, it. I didn't know he was the son. He says it, though. Yeah, he says it like... Um, I had to watch it. It was the second... I had to rewatch the first 15 minutes because I really wasn't committed. Um, and then I realised it was the sun. But the first time I watched it, I just thought he was a dude. Okay, so what? So this is um, Voltron. No, it's Voltran. Voltran, played right. by right. Jack Palance. Voltan. And, sorry, Voltan. Yes, no, you're correct. So it's, it's Voltron Tran Tan. And um, what's his title? Um, dark Lord. Almost. Dark One. He's the Dark One. He's the Dark One. The Dark One. Voltran the Dark One. Don't know where he got that. I mean, turns out Hawks, his brother, the Slayer. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. You can imagine them as kids. I got a feeling. Voltran the Dark I, One. Come on in. Did you get you the sense? the washing. <laughs> did you get the uh, the sense that this guy had a purpose, whereas Hawk was really just riding around with his girlfriend a lot in the forest, and then got sort of 
wrapped up in it when the old boy got skewered. Well, that's exactly the point. This is really kind of weird, right? Because, so, Voltron Tran Tran comes on in, the Dark One, and he says, what does he want? He wants the hidden magic He wants the hidden secret. No, he wants the secret power of the something. And the the other dude, I don't know if if he's even got a name. Um, He is... The way you find that, he essentially says no, and Voltron Tran is a man of, you know, action and doesn't like to negotiate too much, so he just stabs him. Turns as, out that... As you do. As you do. You know, don't get what you want. Stab. Um, turns out that that's his father, right? Mm-hmm. Now, you did some maths on the ages, I think. Um, yes, there's a bit of trivia. Um, the son... Mm-hmm. Played by Jack Palance, the actor Jack Palance is four years younger than the father <laughs> that he skewed. The actor, yes. The actor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. See, I thought they'd done that because Bolton's been involved in the war up north and it's aged him. You oh, see. okay, yeah, yeah. That makes, ah, well, yes. that makes perfect sense. Yes, and you course. are the authority <laughs> That's right. on this film. Okay, so this is this is the inciting incident. This is what's going to kick everything off. So. They go riding through the forest. Voltran, by, by the way, his name's Old Man. Oh, he's... Yeah. What, really? Old Man, comma, father of Hawk, the, Hawk and Voltron. Mm, What's so, an old man in more than one movie that we've reviewed so yeah, far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, no name. He had no name. He's also, yeah. In the okay. script. So, Voltron comes in. Uh, he wants, you know, the power. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father says no, stabs his father. Then he immediately exits. Yes. Right. Now, it just so happens that... Two seconds behind him is Han Solo slash Hawk the Slayer, mm-hmm. who comes bounding in. Um, and so, what does? Oh, yes. What does the father say in, in this scene here at this moment? Don't look at me. Even I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the prophecy has come true. Uh, That's, of course, there's a prophecy. Uh, so Hawk has a prophecy. We've got a magic yeah. item. We've got a prophecy. Father okay. hates the son. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. bring we, balance. Oh, we, okay, so we've got to bring. Yeah, we've got it all sorted now. Um, it, it ticks except all we the don't fa- know who that boxes. guy is because there's no introduction to. No. And the he other thing is, up. we're yeah. not quite told what the actual prophecy is. He's like, "Oh my God, the prophecy has come true," and it's like. What prophecy? Well, that makes it interesting. (laughs) But the fact that the main guy doesn't really get an introduction throughout the entire film. No, you're right. At no point. Yeah. He gets a kind of circumstantial introduction that you can work out backwards. All these little little minions, all his friends that he calls, have a better better intro than than he gets. No, you're right. Yeah. I can't help but feel that there was some backstory they shot, but it just didn't come up to par. Okay, so he says, you know, the coldness of death is in my limbs. And he gives Hawk what he needs, which is a big whopping sword. The mind sword. Yeah, with, with a mind with a, sword. With and a, a gem. W- and a rock. And an elf egg. Mm. That activates the mind sword. Was it an elf yes, egg? I don't know what it was. I didn't write it down. It looked but a lot some like sort a, of a, some sort of pebble. <laughs> it was a round pebble. Glowing green rock. It was a glowing green I, I believe it's an elf egg. Yeah. It's some elven magic thing. And yes. so he stabs the sword into the what can only be brickwork. <laughs> yes. Um, and it stands up in the foreground. Uh, yes. And proceeds to open its fist mm-hmm. to receive the, the floaty, the rocky, floaty, glowy egg of whatever. Of elves. Elven kidney stone. And at which point it closes around the glowing thing and becomes the magical sword of fist. And we're ready to rock and or roll. Absolutely. 
I am always constantly amazed at how many actors in the sword and sorcery movements persist in stabbing their sword, <laughs> their expensive piece of equipment yeah, absolutely. that they have sharpened yeah. and kept stabbing it into the ground, stab- yeah. walk up to, hello everybody, stab my sword in the ground. Imagine if, you know, you did that in a military sense today with a, you know, a guy, a rifleman with his... With, with his bayonet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi everyone. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Get out. <laughs> okay. So, um, Dad's dead. Now, um, the next thing that happens is, of course, that Hawk... Yes, he's... he's what does Hawk say after that? He then... He, he, something he, he makes a vow, doesn't exactly. he? Exactly. Yes, he swears vengeance. He vengeance on Voltran. Which is never a good thing to drive the mm-hmm. hero, is it? Vengeance. Well, he is called Hawk the Slayer. He's a slayer. Well, I guess and he's he, out to slay, isn't and, he? And does he live up to his... His name in the of course film? He does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> he loves nothing more than the slaying. <laughs> so and, and this is the facial expression. Uh-huh. If they had have cast that expression onto a mask, <laughs> yes. they could have comfortably just got any actor to wear that mask. Nice. It would have been pretty much the same performance for most of the film. Rick say something. Yep. Defend yourself. <laughs> no, I, I I just think John Terry was involved in very early experiments of Botox, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and that's the best he could do. I and, think it's, and I'd like to add, I call that the Steely Hawk look. <laughs> yes, <laughs> my theory is, and we should have mentioned this earlier. The director's goal for this film was to make a swords and sorcerers version of a fistful of dollars. Of, that's and a, that's uh, why the music we hear that whistle in the music yeah. in the opening yeah, credits. Yeah, yeah. I kept yeah. thinking back at, uh, at Magnificent Seven. Yeah, well, Seven Samurai. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, right. But yeah. the, I mean, he's he's been interviewed and quoted like he wanted to make a a Clint Eastwood spaghetti western, the basically the the um, fistful of dollars, and that's I think my theory is this is Terry's Clint Eastwood Clint impression. Eastwood. Mm. Right, this, this straight faced, you know, no over emotion, whatever. Mm. And when you think about it, that's that's what Eastwood does in those films. Mm. So I'm letting him off the hook a little bit on that, okay. but it's always purely based on speculation and theory. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. My Beck had to say that he looked too clean um, to be in a fantasy world. He looked too. Yeah. Everybody else was grungy and disgusting. And he looked too much like a pretty boy. Were That's her why exact I think words. he was just riding, riding around with his girlfriend in the forest and didn't really get dirty, didn't do any of the work, while the other brother was off winning wars and conquering lands. There's nothing wrong for a bit of personal hygiene. <laughs> <laughs> Once a year, whether you need it or not. That's right. Motto I live by. Um, okay. So, just this early inciting incident, um, I don't know, I think it's a bit weird. Um when Voltran arrives, he stabs some guard in the back mm-hmm. and then goes inside and present, you know, hassles his dad and then stabs his dad and then leaves. Yeah. And then, for no reason at all, the Hawk the Slayer turns up and gets the magic sword. Well, the Hawk the Slayer, they announced him. There was a. That's why he stabbed the dad, because he was coming. The prince is here or something. I said. They, yeah. they yell out something or there's a bell that chimes or something. And that's why he stabs him. He said, I've got no time, so you'll die with the secret. Oh, you reckon he was running from Hawk the Slayer for I some d- reason? I don't think he wanted to get caught. I, I think he, he didn't want Hawk to and know that, the secret. Yeah. Mm. Maybe they were both summoned. And and I can I just say at this point, as someone who has played Warhammer and a hundred million other fancy board games and D&D, you all 
the mandalot. Like to me, that's a yeah. green gem. It doesn't have to be anything else. It's a magical green gem. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. I find your it was a pebble. your uh, pedanticness <laughs> disturbing. I think like, as to a me, narrative device, I agree with you. Right, as a production quality thing, I had. Sh- I struggle with the grey rock, the grey river. No, you got to. There's so much glowy. But I did like the elf egg. There's I so like much the neon glowiness going on in this film. Yeah. You got to set that standard right yeah. at the start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and there That's is true. a lot of glow. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. Next story beat. We're still actually in um, some early inciting incident stuff, mm-hmm. and our the next person we meet is well, I've got the story beat called the one armed bandit meets some nuns. So this guy. We have to also remember, because this is important for the story, where do we first see him? Ralph. In the forest. In the forest, Mm. staggering around, because he's had his hand chopped off. Because there's a great battle. That's a great battle. His village. His village. His village. He was running away from the battle, wasn't he? Or he was running to get help. He He was was running away from the battle, right? Mm. Now, who was the person who was conducting that battle... On the bad side. The dark one. The dark yeah, one. Bolton. So, if we're putting this in real time, let's just rewind. Voltron runs into the golden house, demands a sword from his dad. His dad won't give it to him. He stabs the dad with, the, with his own sword. And then he immediately exits the golden house and runs off to ransack the nearby village and kill all the younglings. I have to rewatch that again because I thought that stabbing was a flashback. I thought Hawk <clears throat> had had the sword for a while with his because later on when all his friends you they have already right. had all these all mm. these adventures, so he must have had that sword for a while. No, I, no, no, I no. thought it was a fa- but okay, I, I could you, be wrong. No, no, you could be right. You could be right. I I understood it to be that he was Hawk the Slayer with a regular sword, mm. and he was just pretty pretty handy with that. Actually, Tom, and then he right got up because remember yeah. all of the heroes that he goes and grabs his mates. <clears throat> He knows them all. He knows them all. Yes. So therefore, it must be the, the early part of the film. There, if the other part is in the linear real time, then he, it is a flashback to when he gets the f- sort of. Fist. Unless Dan's right, and he might have been a hero without the sword. I, I always just understood it that he just got an upgrade and he just yeah. got bonus. All right. Nobody knows. Something to do with the prophecy, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. All right then. Um, so. Uh, Voltron must prepare the way uh, for the overthrow of the one who stands in the way of victory. Mm-hmm. So where does that discussion happen? At the... In the red... Cave. Cave. Yes. So we find out that Voltron actually has a master, the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Say Voltron. That's a totally different yeah. character. It's Voltan. <laughs> Voltran. Sorry. I'm, no, no I'm, R. I'm, There's no R. It's Voltan. Is it Voltan? Yeah. Tan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Call him the dark one. See, Vol- that's, that's Voltron's the- a large robot, maybe. <laughs> I know. Small that's metal the, cats. The Greek version of the movie called him Jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we also find out that he has a boss, and, and okay, and then the boss tells the dark one find the one armed man. The yes, one armed yeah, man yeah, seeks yeah. the blah blah blah. So he goes looking for the one armed man. Yeah, yeah. So then um, the dark one. Um, arrives at the nunnery. Yes. Okay, so what happens at the nunnery? Well, as far as I can tell, it had no real bearing on the one-armed man or the quest or anything else. He just wanted some bucks. He needed some bickies. He needs a bit of wad. So he was going to steal somebody to for ransom. 
That's what actually happens, yeah. So he, he wants to steal a nun for ransom. He just wanted money, didn't he? Was there any connection was it, to any quest or was or he anything? trying to bring out a hawk? Yes, that's is what I think is trying, ah. to, trying to happen. But then they wreck that part of the plot right at the end. But I yeah. think at this stage, that's to because, draw out hawk. Yeah. Because when he goes, you remember there's that scene when he's like outside the red cave and he's like, I have given my power to the dark side. Yeah. And then he goes inside and then she uses the other elf egg to laser his face. That's right. right? Yeah. And then, you know, she says, you must be prepare to overthrow the, the one who's in the way of the thing mm. prophecy something something and so that brings up the go to the nunnery mm-hmm. okay goes to the nunnery where he does vicious <coughs> vicious violence to a loaf of bread <laughs> that's right he shows, he and shows that was, what will happen that was mid threat like that was a threat, <laughs> yeah, that was a threat. <laughs> if I come back here I will shop this bread up <laughs> yes. that's what I took from that yeah, that's right we will slice and dice your bread supplies within an inch of their lives <laughs> I'll come back and make sandwiches yes <laughs> that's I'll make sandwiches out of with my long sword <laughs> <laughs> alright then so um, so we're still Building. Okay, so now we've got the sword, we've got the prophecy, and we've got... Uh, yep. uh, and then this guy, this is Ralph. He tries to save the uh, the abbess um, and cops a crossbow bolt to the chest, yeah. but it still won't take him down. He's lost his hand. It's, it's a, a dagger. It's, it's a, a dagger. dagger. Oh, it was too. It was a dagger. Remember Which in this time? film apparently is... And this is the fistful of dollars thing, is oh, that it's reckon? all about speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Absolutely. Yeah. That's how you have the gunfights. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah true, true. Yeah, so he, yeah. So apart from getting his hand chopped off, he then gets a gets a dagger in the nipple. That's right. And then that's like, oh god, this bloody hurts. But fortunately he's surrounded yeah. by nuns. Yeah. And we and know. it was the bad guy that said, Let him live. Yes, that's right. We'll do my bidding. For some reason. So that confirms your theory that really they're trying to draw out the hawk. Mm. That's why he says, Let him live. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he will go and the one armed man will go and get my foe. Okay, so they patch up um, old Ralph. Mm-hmm. Ranulf, actually. Let's get your names right, Dan. What, what's it's, his name? It's Voltan. Voltan. Voltan the Explorer or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And then it's Ranulf. Voltan the Explorer. <laughs> Ranulf. Ranulf. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, Ranulf. Oh, well, well okay, we're going to come up to another name that I'll... will uh, <laughs> <laughs> mangle. Yeah, no, I'll mangle in a little while. So, anyway. So, anyway, he has to go and visit... The Abbot, of course. Of Cannonbury. Yeah. Cannonbury, is it? Before you yeah. destroy it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ad- Abbot of Cabberberry. Cadbury. Cad- Cadbury. The Cadbury Chocolate Abbot. The Cadbury Abbot. <laughs> Who has the special gold coin. Yes. Which is a signal. Yeah, it's like the bat signal. Yes. Yes. It's a signal to go and find Hawk and give him this and he'll know mm. that he needs to be here. You know, and there's a rather rather interesting speech from the abbot, and he's like, "Yes, we'll need somebody to help us." You know, I've heard of a band of heroes. So happens, I just saw them the other day wandering around in the forest just down there. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) Anyway, take this coin that will somehow make them understand. So he gives the coin to what's his name again, Ralph Ranulph. All right, so. so then Renulf heads off. <clears throat> and so we have in our minds that Renulf is going off to find somebody. And we know that it's Hawk the Slayer. And we've mm. just seen him just briefly before. So the next story beat, I call, who the fuck is Hawk? Yeah. 
Okay, so the story beat we have to see a, we have to get a bit yeah we have to get a bit of hawk. We knew at this point that he's the hero because of the slow motion shots. Yes, quite a lot of slow motion action on the. And main of course, character. he's pretty and well groomed and well dressed. Yes, he's got yeah. perfect he's hair. And he has the sort of fist. Drag, d- dressed in black, and and what I can only assume is a very Darth Vader influenced helmet on, on Voltan. <laughs> on the bad guy, yes. That's yes. a Darth Vader yes. helmet, if ever. And there's, you're not the first. There's a lot of fans that have that theory as well. That there's a lot mm. of mm. Star Wars influence. Well, this on is this three film. years after Star Wars. It was 1980, yeah. so yeah. it was a. Yeah. That even the tall guy. And the dwarf. Oh, the bickering. That's that's C3PO and R2D2. That's the total bickering of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We probably have to talk about the helmet. Maybe this is a good time to talk about the helmet. I have the dark one. There's a. I'm tempted to use it to teach students the. um, When when you work in animation, when you work in any sort of screen environment, we we talk about the read. Mm-hmm. And it's about the audience being able to work out what the hell's going on. And if mm-hmm. you can't, if the audience can't work it out, then they just get stuck. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how good the narrative is, right? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about good animation, it's it's evident exactly what I'm supposed to take away is what I take away. It's clear. Somebody came up with an idea for a helmet, right, on the bad guy, mm-hmm. on the most prolific over-actor in Hollywood's history almost, He's right? acting to 11. Jack Plants. Going right? to 11. Um, where the helmet from the side swept around and actually blocked his mouth and it was already a one-sided helmet because he was blind in one eye and had this nothing going on here so we got to see this <laughs> and but from the side we got to see that <laughs> and he's really pouring it on in some of the scenes and you can't tell <laughs> And it's all down to whoever designed that helmet. The you eye is I mean? enough, Dave. The eye, just look at his eye and you can already <laughs> see what's going on. <laughs> Which is, I, I, it almost frustrated me because I love yeah. Jack Palance. I love the way he delivers everything on yeah. 11. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I noticed that as well. That was mm. just a bit of a weird choice that we had uh, Jack on 11 and we were going to cover up his face. Okay, so what is our... What is our example? <clears throat> also, remember, we've also got other story beats to pick up because mm. we're doing seven samurai yes. type stories. So yeah. we've got to collect a bunch of heroes. Yeah, right. So, well, the, uh, it's the it's the one armed man that's collecting the heroes, and Hawk is the first of them. Well, okay, yeah. Well, he because, was well, one armed man was tasked by the abbot to go and find the heroes. Well, that's true. That's actually true. That's an interesting, and interesting take. One of the f- disappointing things that I found about the movie is that he's not collecting them. He's just calling his mates. Say, come on, we'll do it again. It's not. I mean, part of the Seven Samurai and uh, the, uh, all their spin-offs. You have to films, entice them. You have to entice them. Yeah. They don't want to go. You got to give the, them, give yeah. them incentive. And here it's just here we're going no. and. It's less he gets than that. magically it's teleported into the into the dungeon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're off. And they get they don't even journey. It's uh, the witch. The witch she just yeah. sends. She does magic hula hoops. And but we're not there yet. We'll get there. Literally. But, yeah. So I found that a shame. I thought that was a wasted opportunity. And we know from Journey from the Hero that the heroes are supposed to resist. Yes. They, they don't want to be. And he doesn't do that either. He gets a sword and marches yeah. off. Yeah. And, well, he's a slayer. Right? And Vengeance will do that. Yeah. Do that too. There must have everything. been the whole film is written in such a way that there must have been a pre. Story, or yeah. at least it's it's presented as something that has had a, a prior history. Yeah, mm. it feels like it's book two of a trilogy mm. or something. Yeah, yeah. All right, so there's some um, very well groomed. One, at least a, one of them, is fairly well groomed. Um, evil um, people, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to burn the witch. Oh, that's right. Ah, yes, the witch. Right. Burn, yeah, the witch. Right. burn the witch. Yes. Now, um, 
it seems a little so he comes up and does some immediate yes acting acting Lean. acting lots of acting acting there's a little bit more acting, <laughs> acting. close up of acting all those stare offs they have several of those in the, in the film you see well. this is that piece full of this yeah, piece yeah, yeah. full of dollars That's, yeah. it's um, Sergio Leone so um, they're going to burn the witch yep um, now the weird thing for me is that um, it seems legal to burn witches yeah and um yeah, I don't know what his beef is about burning the witch. It seems I think if you're alone in a forest behind Pinewood Studios, you can do what you like because <laughs> there's, there's nobody around. <laughs> but anyway, our hero decides for some reason that that's uh, that's not on because yep. that's what heroes do. Yes, that's right. Yeah. They have to cut a few bandits' guts out uh, early on in the He's piece. He's a slayer. Yeah. He's okay. a slayer. Got to slay. And that's why I entitled this section, Who the Fuck is Hawk? Because we are going to find out. I okay. Think, I think if he came into Mos Eisley Bar, he'd be Dr. <laughs> Dr. Iverson or something. He'd go up to any stranger and says, I don't like your face. I'm going to slay you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He just looks for excuses and to And when kill. you think of a fistful of dollars, Clint Eastwood's killing guys everywhere. Like everywhere. He's, he's quite the slayer in... In those films as well. Okay, but I want to talk about um, the f- the the actual kill. So there's like, I don't like your face, and then the hero stands there, I don't like your face. Let's fight. Here's oh, okay, ching 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 ching, and then he pushes back with his sword, and then the bad guy is bested, and the bad guy is like, oh, that guy's pretty strong, and then the what does our hawk the slayer say? You've, walk away. You've been defeated. Be, yeah. Walk away. Walk you know, away in peace. Walk away. Back down. And then what does he do? And this is critically important. Turns his back. He turns his back immediately. To provoke him. <laughs> to provoke him. He wants to kill him. <laughs> and then the guy thinks, oh, I'll stab him in the back then. Yeah. But Hawk the Slayer, yeah. this is all This is all part of his plan. Yeah. Yeah. And he whips around and just slices his guts open. And I, just didn't, I didn't notice it, but you're right. You're right. So in theory, he, he was always going to slash his guts open. Yes. He just had to do it. There's, a, there's etiquette. There's the good guy way. There's to do good it. guy etiquette, That's right? right. He even to- bad guys. He gave the bad guy a chance. He did. Even the bad guy, even Voltan later on, doesn't slay his men without insisting that they have a weapon in their hand. I yeah. found that admirable. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that is. Good and it, this it's, is it's a staple of of a spaghetti western. It's the good guy will always sort of allow the bad guy, and then he turns on him and he turns around quickly and shoots him. Yes, I mean even in the you know in the in the standoff, the bad guy has to draw first. Yeah. Yep. Good guy shot first. Yeah. All right then. So um, we get a bit of a workout um, of what's going on there. So our next one here that I think you've got is what I've called Ralph gets in trouble. Yes. Um, Ralph so is seriously unlucky. <laughs> yeah, we're well, having a bad day. A completely isn't he, useless git. <laughs> <He's> the the <laughs> chant, the fact that he actually found the hawk. <laughs> I don't know how that actually happened. Uh, well, in fact, he didn't Hawk, find, he didn't Hawk find found Hawk. him yes. tied to a tree <laughs> about to get skewered by a couple of guys who were having a competition to see how close they could shoot. Uh, that's right. That's right. So, yeah, so he walks into these bunch of bunch of scoundrels and they decide to uh, tie him to a tree and have a bit of a, there we go, have a bit of a gambling match for, I, before I they kill him. there's a lot of bad sorts yeah. wandering around that forest. Yeah. It's not safe. Yeah. That's true. It's... Filled with bad sorts. Potentially the same guys are just wandering around for the two decades that the BBC <laughs> and other places were using this forest. And these guys would turn up in the forest in Robin Hood. Yes, uh, they, in they, one week and yeah. Doctor Who the next week. They live in tents in the forest. <laughs> They're not actors. Yeah, yeah. They're squatters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's how they live. They just get their work and they just some they, they see some camera guys walking through the forest and mm. they say, Hey, yeah. we can be 
bad guys. I thought it was interesting that this is one of the few swords and sorcery movies where they were chucking knives everywhere, the little mini actors, axes and stuff like that. It was There's very, a lot of that going so, on. And the sp- we'll get to it, talk to it, talk about it later, but the speed shooting and the mm. speed arrows and stuff like that. Um, you didn't see it often in this genre of film. No. All right, so he's tied to the tree. Um, essentially, Hawk stumbles in through the forest because everybody's walking around the same forest. Mm-hmm. Finds them, kills the bandits, releases our good friend Roloff, Ralph, or whatever his name is. Ranulf. The one, one-handed, one-armed bandit. Yep. And he gets the coin and he gives it to Hawk. He says, you must be the Hawk. There's a little bit of powerful close-up action acting going on there. Yes, there's some serious... He, he, he fact, almost yes, squints there. Almost. That's right. He throws the sword. He throws the sword. There's a lot of throwing of stuff going on in this yeah, movie. I think he takes one guy out with the sword throw and then a knife throw to the other guy. Now then, then they sit down in the forest, um, and then we have to um, we have to do a bit of a, um, well, a, walk. a little bit more dark one uh, bullying people at the local cafe. Yeah, uh, this I thought was a bit of an odd thing. <laughs> Look at the acting yeah. going on. It's like yes, but anyway, choked him from the back with one hand. Uh, yeah. I, I think they needed that helmet to contain his acting. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was it. It's lead lined. <laughs> we need you to drop it back a notch. He said, "No way." He said, "Well, we'll fix your wagon, mate." So Ralph actually has a line in the forest when he's talking to Hawk, mm. and he's saying, "You know, so have you ever crossed swords with him?" Mm. Which causes Hawk to go into a a memory trip out. Mm. But anyway, they throw in a couple of these these little scenes, and then they have to go and find their comrades, right? So that's the next part of the adventure. And they have to... And then Hawk says that their comrades are not going to be easy to find, and they will have to take a journey through the forest of Weir. What are we waiting for? Uh, Tom's giving me some a message here, and is that, you that mean video that's is looping? totally out of sync. Oh yeah, no, this is uh, this is eBay uh, YouTube, and it's also looping. I saw repeat m- movements, but maybe I was mistaken. But I didn't want to interrupt, so I didn't. Aha! That's good that, that you, you didn't. did anyway. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Subtle. Uh, my best. <laughs> I think it's it's about a thirty second delay onto YouTube. All right. Back to where we should be. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> I have been for the last ten minutes. <laughs> I was wondering what you're doing. <laughs> I'm not interrupting. It's That's not what I'm doing. Dan, really big continue. font. It was like this massive font. And I'm like, <laughs> Who, whose idea was it to bring Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to entertain. Okay. Okay. So they're sitting around. Um, he's just saved uh, the one um, Renault. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and they're talking about we're going to need help. Yes, we need help. need help. Okay, and they're going to have to go and get help, yep. and that means they're going to have to go on a journey. Yes, through the forest of Weir. Yes, to seek the woman uh, yeah, via the via the doorway of dimensional <laughs> yes. pass, passage. <laughs> and why you actually have to go through the doorway and have, can't just walk around yeah, it? Yeah. I'm not sure, <laughs> but you, it's traditional. It probably. Is traditional. It's traditional. That's right. The journey of a thousand green miles through yeah, spider web starts with a single step. My wife pointed out the exact same thing. Yeah. She was like, "Why don't you just walk around?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's onto something. Oh, obviously, there's a flashback here um, before they go on the journey through the doorway, where he's uh, seen to be riding the white horse through the through the forest with his girlfriend on the back. Yeah, yeah. 
and um, they run in. This is the first sort of run in with the brother. Mm-hmm. The dark one before yes. he becomes a dark one, I guess. Is he? Oh, he's, he's, dark no, he's dark. He's, he's pretty dark, dark but is he the dark? He's one? not no. the dark one. No, he's he just kind the, of a bit. Um, hang on, hang on. And he's very. Hang jealous. on. What helmet has he got there? Mm, I know. I think he's got the same helmet no, he, without the welded on bit. I think he took it off before and it didn't have the mask. Yeah. Mm. I want to yeah. get that checked. So he's very jealous. Yes. Ultimately, the problem between the brothers comes down to a woman. Yes, and he he believes she should be with him. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, that causes a bit of a bit of friction in the family. There's yep. going to be some arrows. He rides off and says, "You'll see, you'll see, brother." Yes, yeah. And then uh, we're at the gateway of doom. That's right. So you have to go through the gateway of doom, and then you go into the green forest. Now, um, but there's a rule. There's a rule. That's right. You must stay within the light of the fist sword. With the elf egg in or, it. Or risk being lost forever. That's right. Um, and they do and nothing happens. And all the people who <laughs> don't dare enter, they get tied up outside to rot. Is that, yes. Is that why they're all there? Because they're the people that got lost. And they got yep. yes. They're the ones that tried to go around the outside. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of props. <laughs> in Against the rules. Beautiful props of skeleton and mummies. Yep. And some of them quite quite nicely made which are in the film only doing a dissolve from one shot to the other mm-hmm. the camera moves and he rides through the forest and you just see something interesting coming into a shot when it, it fades, out. fades away into something else and whoever built that mummy <laughs> thing never <laughs> be dirty yeah alright so they ride through the forest and it turns out the witch lives on the in the forest on the other side that's where no, they were heading yeah, they were the heading forest. to the other side yeah. to talk with the witch that he saved earlier in the piece. Yes, yes. So she's also part of the Seven Samurai, right? So there's the witch, there's yes. Ralph. Yep. Or we don't know who's doing the collecting, but there's probably the witch mm. and, and Ralph. And Yep. All right. So now they're going to collect the rest of the heroes, and the witch has got a bit of a good trick. Yeah. It's going to be very helpful. Yeah, who got knows? these spinning rings portal uh, of... That she borrowed from a Duran Duran film clip. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, which has always been... It's... The simplicity of this particular physical effect has always wowed me. Like, have you ever seen one up close? One of these things? Yeah, it's just two things stuck together with glue. Yeah, and then the base just... It looks yeah. like they're balancing on <laughs> yeah, one another yeah. and spinning. Yeah. But no. Um, and then, so he goes into some kind of portal-type activity through the rings of mystery. Yes. Yep. To find his first... Um, uh, band of uh, one of his band of champions. So they're going to need some. They're going to need a giant. Yeah, they need some muscle. They need some muscle. So the first one they're going to find is um, is this guy. Look how giant he is. Six he's, foot seven. He's nearly one head higher than everybody else. He's it's played by Bernard Staggering. Bernard Breslau. He's six <coughs> foot seven, tall, and was in every one of the Carry On movies. Um, I thought. I thought that. Yeah. I thought I recognized every the guy. one of them. Um, he also played the Cyclops in Krull. Ah, interesting. And anyone who's played D&D or those, either pen and paper or computer will recognise this guy as the tank. Uh-huh. He's your tank. <laughs> he's the tank, yes. For your in, part party. In the, in the, yeah. And we uh, see he, that. He's in, the tank who pulls aggro. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and our introduction to him is quite literally one-handed, pull it, holding up a... Um, a, a cart, a, a cart, and then putting a wheel on, and and so yeah, some people are engaging him for his super strength. Yep. And I've just got here in my notes, it ends in violence. Yes. Yep. Now, would that shot have been done of him standing on something? No, this to make guy's him look really short. Yeah. Yeah. This guy here played um, uh, 
Jacques Clouseau. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. was in the Pink Panther. He was right. his offsider in one of the movies. Because I was, I was just wondering, because in s- some shots he looks quite tall. This then, guy? Yeah, and then mm. others he's sort of yeah. normal. He's big, 6'7". Six, 6'7's seven. Six, a big human, man. Yeah. I, I think he's tall. 6'7's six, that doorway. Yeah. He's possibly also wearing high heels. Maybe. <laughs> In this shot. Potential. Very manly high heels. And the camera is nice and low. I mean, if that yeah. guy on the right is supposed to be extra small person, then yeah. the camera is also... Maybe the, the, the small guy is standing also in a pit. So he gets double-crossed. Like, he's supposed to change the wheel for the little bloke. All right, yeah. And then the little bloke double-crosses him, doesn't want to give yeah. him the money. He's yeah. about to schmozzle this guy with a, and with this, a hammer. This, this, mm. this little bloke has an Irish accent, like all the other guys that are... <laughs> That are filthy backstabbers. <laughs> yes, I'll, be, I'll pay you tomorrow. <laughs> and um, just when he's about to smash him, Hawk turns up. Um, no, there's some soldiers about. No, to no, he smashes some other people. First. Oh, he smashes all the soldiers. Yeah, yeah, that's he right. Does. He does too. Yes. Then Hawk turns up. Yeah, <clears throat> and gives him the nod. That's right. And this stuff so reminds me of Blackadder. Have you seen the Blackadder? You know where he goes. Around? It's exactly yeah. the same story same in the forest. same forest. Yes, <laughs> you know and. You know, he collects his guy and they're like, yes, yes. It's like two men, three, four. I actually thought the <coughs> nod was very Australian. Mm. You know how, how we say hi just by nod? Mm. So uh, I like that. Yeah. Very, very Australian nod. Yep. You can immediately tell. And that's one of the nice things about the films. This is camaraderie. They're, yeah. they're mates and they, they, they bond, bond together. And you can immediately say that right, right at the start. They even have a little bit of a reminisce here. In I the don't know what's going the- on, but I'll follow you. Yes. You nodded. I'll come. I, I like it in the cave, actually, when they get back and they're like, you know, I'm not getting any younger, you know, we might as well go for one more battle together, yeah. you know, very inspirational. All right, so they, they teleport him back to the to the cave. Okay. Yep, there he is. And Smash. must happen a lot because he just materialises in the cave and then sits there. Yes. Yeah. And, and he's, he's, he's not even inside the rings. like No. So but look at these two guys. They yeah. look like they're in some sort of trance yeah. or something or other. So yeah. there might be some like magics going on here. I think it's just the sort of herbs the witch is burning. <laughs> <Yeah>. She's been <laughs> ripping a few bombs in there and it's just like... There was some trivia. She burned, she burned herself really badly by chucking stuff on the fire oh, in she? this film. She burned her hand. Oh, did she? The yeah. actor? This oh, she was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. She was um, Who's she? which one? She was the go- the chick that was always sort of hanging on to the guy with the long blonde hair, oh, yeah. the hunchback. Um, Columbia, magenta, magenta, magenta. Yeah, yeah. magenta. Yeah, that's her. I was doing a little bit of a thought experiment. If you went to the IMDb for all of the actors and mm. added up the amount of other films that they were in, I think it would be quite extraordinarily high. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think because all of the the other actors uh, have got these huge bloody lists of yep. filmography things. Yeah, a lot of English actors there. Yeah. All right. So um, they're going to need to uh, collect a little bit more. They're not not finished yet. Yep. They're going to need Elfie. Yep. Crow. The, the Bozeman. Who is the a Bozeman. robot. Who is also a robot. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, that's why he gets on so well with Hawk. And he's a stoic. And again, Botox to, to be the game geek, he's your typical high deep. Yes, that's right. Damage per yeah, yeah, yeah. second. Yeah. I think he is a very high DPS, <laughs> actually. Almost to the point where, when I was watching it, I sort of felt bad for the bad guys because <laughs> yeah. he walks into a room at one point and takes out about forty people in about eight point two seconds, and then the hero comes in, slashes two. The, the only two that are left who were probably suffering flesh wounds from the first guy. Anyway, I've never seen uh, weaponage like that ever. It was like Gatling gun speed. That's because he's nil. 
yeah, that's yeah. true that's true but remember that they also have Ralph as well mm. who, who has, who has he's a speed crossbow who has a speed yeah. crossbow a repeating crossbow oh, for absolutely. anyone that enjoys playing dark elves they will recognise yeah. that little boat baby yep yep so the pair of them they're like yeah, they're the, well, there's no much gun. use for there's no use for the big guy. The big guy kicks the door in. Well, like right? we're saying, and then those two kill everyone, and then the hero sticks his sword into whoever's sort of floundering around and takes the credit. On top yeah. of the and pie. takes the credit. He exactly. takes the credit. Try shooting a machine gun and hitting a different person with every single bullet. <laughs> it's one hand. quite a one quite hand. A feat. It's quite a feat. Quite a feat. All right. So what's going on with old Elfie here? He's he's sitting there being a being a stoic ninja mm-hmm. sharpens his bow or something he's, getting, he's, he's getting some arrowheads arrow 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 I was ignomatic yeah because yeah. you, know, you don't see the face under the hood yep a um, bit of mystery there and then um, yes some, uh, he gets some challenged yes there's more ruffians yes. there's an endless supply of ruffians in the forest I that cha- day I challenge you sir this yes. guy is probably the best actor the proper the most Definitely. the most what else is the most balanced actor so in the world? He's been in two very famous Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, uh, he was the guy that owned the theatre in the classic Doctor Who, um, yeah. where the giant rat in the sewers with the, the Chinese magician. Um, you know, I vaguely no remember no, that. No, no. no, I vaguely remember. He owned the. And he was also in the lighthouse. He was a lighthouseman in another episode. But yes, he's quite famous. Yeah, yeah you go and check his IMDb, and there'll be thousands of those TV shows, Doctor Who, all of those type of things. Yep. Um, so there's going to be some gambling on. Yep. You know, it's like this William Tell gambling thing. Yep. And, um, but ultimately, it's a double cross. They're, they're setting up the competition, but ultimately, the offsider is going to stick him with a knife while when he turns his back. And they walk away with the money. Which is a little bit odd. Why don't they just stick him with a knife and walk away with the money? They want their fun. Ah, okay. And oh, there's, there's the chivalry, the, yes. the, the, the lore of the brigands yeah, in the forest. Yeah, there's entertainment to be had. Yeah, somehow. And so anyway, Hawk intervenes. And, and I think Hawk just arrives because it's Elfie Dude who shoots this guy yeah, but they're the about bow. to have the competition and Hawk holds the sword up and says, nah, Oh, nah. that's right, Which right, is right. a very Clint Eastwood thing from those old spaghetti westerns where there's the double cross going on and then he mm-hmm. sort of holds the gun up and says, nah, He nah, keeps nah. him honest. Yeah, yeah. He keeps him honest. So he loses. Yeah. Um, and I think he makes the dying statement of, I didn't even see it. Yes, something like that. It was so quick. So quick. Yeah. Yep. Then the other guy beats him up, beats his dead body up. That's uh, right. Because your mouth is always going to be the trouble. He lost his income now. Yeah, right. that's yeah. right. He's just lost the job because the other guy was too short. <laughs> so we now have our Bozeman. Yes, okay. So again, it ends in violence and we get Elfie Crow, the bowman, who speaks like a ro- robot, as Tom mentioned mm. earlier. When he does speak. Okay, so we can see them all there. Now we've just got to go and teleport out and get one more one more dude. <laughs> <laughs> we, find, we find these guys. I thought now, they were funny too. We were talking about tropes. <laughs> I don't know if this is a trope. There's always a crazy religion. Yeah, there's always it's some a cult. There's always so some priests of some <laughs> vague religion. The fact that these guys look like Hare Krishnas yeah. doesn't. You know. It's usually the virgin that gets saved that becomes oh, the damsel throughout I'm the sure story. I'm sure those virgins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's always some weirdos doing some kind of thing. So can it. somebody explain the ritual that they're actually engaged in? The sacred <laughs> ritual <laughs> that they're doing. There's a there's a midget on a raft in a river, <laughs> and these guys are firing fiery bows, uh, uh, fiery arrows, at, and missing quite a lot. <laughs> they entertain themselves by dwarf bashing. <laughs> in the theory is that they must uh, pay homage to 
the to the Almighty by uh, sacrificing the yeah, because his ashes will join that's right. the river and yeah, blah, great blah. honor. Yes, yes, the wee little bows. Yes, <laughs> a classic in sword and sorcery. This trope, uh, I'd like to see it repeated more and more. Imagine Lord of the Rings with Gimli strapped to a thing, and the orcs are doing patoo, patoo. We'll get you eventually. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you eventually. So, Hawks right. saves the day. Okay. Oh, and we see. Oh no, are we there? The 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 most badass use of a whip for for, for fishing. Fishing whips. Fishing with, with a whip. Right. Yes, He's got a fish whip. That's, That's right. That's a bit of a classic. Which that I one. don't know whether he uses the whip again. Yeah, yeah he, he does. Yeah. Combat. Ah, That's yes. his weapon. That's right. Does yeah, he? When, yeah, when yeah. they take out the slavers. Yeah. I think he maybe cracks it. No, he does. Whip he does. Bit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So um, they've rescued the dwarf, and it ends in only a little bit of violence this time, which is uh, poor fish gets it in he the end. He has really big nostrils. I saw that. I saw that. And go back. Gold nugget in that one. <laughs> That's what dwarves keep their keep their money. Go back, back, back. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, he's a, he's quite famous. I don't know whether he's listed in IMDb, but I've definitely seen him in stuff. He is in oh god, Stanley Kubrick, um, Clockwork Orange. Ah, yeah, yeah. He's the the guy who gets beaten up in Clockwork Orange. Ah, I think he's the the author guy who gets beaten up in yeah. Right. Anyway, Peter Benson. Is he the Black Wizard? No, uh, no, no, no. Well, he's white. He's all no, in Black white. Wizard is what, what, what person that lasers the uh, Voltan's eye, isn't it? Oh, maybe. I suppose so, yeah. yeah. The Dark One and the Black Wizard sound like a like a pair. All right, so our super team has now formed up. Yes. Uh, and then we just start to move into the next bit of the story, um, which is a, a really odd story beat that they stick in the middle here. That's right. Now... And this sets up the ultimate vengeance because not only has the Dark One killed the dad, um, what can only be prior to killing the dad... I'd say so. He kills... Yeah, it has to be because he's got two eyes in this yeah. this shot and when the Dark One kills the dad, he's got one eye. That's mm-hmm. true. So therefore, the first instance that he hates the, the brother is the girlfriend gets it. Yes. Okay, so we have this montage again where with this continuing feud with his girlfriend. Now, what happens here? What happens in this scene for some reason? He's tied up to a tree. Another guy tied up to a tree with a bolt. And shooting his brother with arrows. Yeah. As you do, as brothers do. Yeah. You know, they're just having a bit of fun. Yeah. Just having a bit of fun. And I think it's the girlfriend who just takes it a little bit too far. That's right. And she stabs... She escalates it. She, yeah, she escalates it. Stabs... He blinds him with a cross first. But that's... Yeah. But that's gets blinded with a cross, which they repeat later that's on. Right. Yeah, yeah, the, the light the bouncing end. off the cross binds him temporarily, True. so she can bu- hit him in the face with a burning log. Yeah, it's right. a light of goodness, temporarily... Blinded. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. right. The, the it's a narrative... Uh, which narrative he uses trigger. as that cross later on. He wears it yeah, later on, right. of course. And he uses to blind him again later on. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah, and the, then stab him, he has a secret knife. There's a secret knife inside there. It's also a sword. I do like the idea that it was just innocent fun and games until she caused all the trouble. That's right. Hit him in the face. And <laughs> That's right. She paid for it. Blind. She paid. She got what she deserved. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and it was all balanced out because he then shot her in the back with a crossbow. That's right. And she died. Um, okay, so whilst our hero... Oh, there it is. Shot her in the back. <laughs> and if you go and watch the shot, it, and she collapses... <laughs> <laughs> the and the expression on Hawk's face when, she, when his wife is dying on him. 
<laughs> he acts as much as the Botox will allow. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's doing his best under there somewhere. All right, so... So they've they, reached the abyss. Yeah, yeah. So they go back and tell the nun all their plans. Yep. All right. And then what? there's still something outstanding. So we've got the team together, mm. but the... The super nun is still being held by the bad guys. That's right, yeah. Mother Superior, the superior nun, the greater nun. And they're still going to need 2,000 gold coins. Yep, they need the wards. And so they come up with a plan. <sighs> they come up with a cunning plan. To go and rob some money. So they're going to go Knowing and rob some Knowing the whole time mm. that the money is not going to mean anything. Mm. Remember? Why? Well, remember because he Walter's says... going to kill anyone anyway. First they were he not says, gonna we're going to go him. get the money. And then when it comes back with the money, he says, we don't really, you know, he's, he's going to kill her anyway. True. So that, that made me think, well, did we need to go and slaughter all those people? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the thing is, Bolton yes. won't the Slayer. Bolton won't turn, turn up unless he's there. He to smells the money. money. He needs to smell the gold. Yes, well, they yes. Just got the a elf box. can hear people and Voltan can... <laughs> that's true. Like that's the that's giant. True. Smell the gold. That is on the box gets opened as once everyone's dead. But yes, yes, they um, they decide, and it's an it's an opportunity for us, the audience, to see all the heroes come together and, and do uh, what they use, do best. And do what they do best. So, what was the most outstanding feature? They have to go and um, they have to rob the slavers, rip off the slavers. And what was the most cleanly, clearly outstanding feature? I actually thought it was interesting to see white guys as slaves for once. For me, the most outstanding feature was the disgusting pig that was screaming with the mouth full of... Food. Food, and, like, it was a really uncomfortable two seconds of film I didn't enjoy. For me, the most outstanding feature was a bunch of clean, naked men (laughs) strapped to a... Extremely white, lily white, (laughs) pommy guys. Completely clean. (laughs) Very cold... Men, but they're for sale. You have to polish up your wares. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. I yeah. suppose so. They might have. Yes. Anyway, um, so yes, Hawk the Slayer arrives, <laughs> sticks his very sharp sword into the stinky ground again. again. Says, "I'm going to take your money," and the bad guy says, "Well, to over my dead body, mm-hmm. that can, can be arranged. I can oblige you with that." And they kill everybody. Yep. But notice in the narrative they're slavers, so it's good versus evil. We're not supposed to care the fact they've been Absolutely. slaughtered. Absolutely. Even to the point where we're not supposed to care that this guy gets pegged out on the ground with a rope uh, <laughs> with over mallet. a tree with, with his, his big uh, mallet thing and he has to hold it up with his teeth. Star, yeah. Yeah, which I thought they would ride away and we were just here. Uh-huh. You know, in the distance we would be... But we, we were up close and personal when he decided to let it go. <laughs> but at least our heroes didn't kill him because that would have been murder. That's right. All right. Yeah. They just, you know, left him, you know, had nothing to do with it. Up to and his the, fate. Yes, and just left him up to his fate. As, as one of them points out, one of the slaves may return. Mm. That's right. Free him. Anyway, the mallet falls on his face and crushes his skull. And so he's dead. Um, and then, okay, what I think we 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 forgot to highlight here is the machine gun violence mm. of those bows. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy Firing speed. at a bloody 100 million miles per second. Like Uzi speed. Yes, it's a very one-sided... Mm. Mm. I put it down to two things. One, they wanted to do the, the quick draw western thing mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. but they also wanted to use this really cool effect that they came up with this fantastic effect that 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 george Melier invented yes the cut <laughs> the cut uh, <laughs> literally cut feel <laughs> looping yeah yeah. yeah 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 
staccato and then, pa, 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 pa. which the elf uses as well for his they use the same effect for his stuff as well yes they got so excited about it they're like why don't we put this on the crossbow dude as yeah, well yeah. and it was doubly that, as cool is that it's the sample thing we talked about previously in a, in another show where you've got the sound effect queued up and you just hit the key yeah yeah <laughs> All right, then. So, that um, ends, and they go back to the nunnery. Well, we have to do a little segue into the Dark One's tent, where he's starting to talk. This is where we get introduced, I guess, properly, to the sun. Okay, now, we have to get his name correct, of course. Dan, you do it. You do it. Come on. You can do it. What's his name? His name is Drongo. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's close enough. That's close enough. No, his name is Drogo. Son of Voltan. Anyway. As, and as we discover later, not blood. So no. he was. No. Yes, that's right. He because, had to be adopted. Uh, yes, because he's too ugly. No, no woman would sleep with Voltan. So, how old is Drongo? And was he adopted as an infant? Have have thirty years passed since mm. since the, the the marriage was annulled by being shot in the back? Yeah, that's a very good question. Yeah. I imagine that he he was adopted as an infant and then beaten every day and before he to make sure he was evil got adopted Voltan would have had several many un- failed attempts failed attempts because no woman in the world would mm. love a man who's got one eye yeah that's right and it's established so 40 years might have passed it's definitely Maybe. established that that uh that the dark one likes to chuck him around a bit and yeah. all he wants to do is impress the old boy or kill his father or, or kill him yeah mm. one of the two so um what does Drongo then do? He decides to take matters into his own hands. Yes. And he's going to not only get the money, because mm-hmm. I think he gets word that the uh, slavers have been robbed That's right. by the mysterious guy with the fist sword. Mm. I'm going to get the money, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get the the nemesis of Daddy Oak. And get the glory. Yeah. Okay, so he... Puts that plan into action. So here he is here. Yeah, he's find some random, because there's plenty of people wandering around the forest. Very, very, very small That's forest. one of the buyers that was at the slave thing. That okay. Oh, was it? One yeah, of the he was a witness to the, uh, to the theft, which can only be deemed as a straight-out robbery mm-hmm. of $2,000 by some people that were just doing their own thing. At least they didn't murder the guy at the end. He opened his mouth and his face got crushed in. Yeah, it happens a lot. Nothing to do with us. All right. So so that's how he gets wind of the two two grand and he's going after it. All right. So he then works out he's got to go back to the nunnery. Hawk is going to be – because he's chilling at the nunnery, Mm -hmm. you know. So he goes there, kicks in the door, and then what happens? He he gets left – Mortally wounded. Well, he goes there with all these mates. He goes He's with, with, with mates, his mates. Which, which, of course, right. is, is is beautiful for our band of heroes who love nothing more than to kill a bit more because it has been has been probably half an hour since they last killed. That's right. A whole bunch of people. <laughs> yes. No wonder that uh, that elf dude was buying arrowheads. He goes through <laughs> them like fucking nobody's business. He just leaves them behind too. He just he wasted one arrow somewhere time in the film. Oh yeah, the, the first the first kill that he does, the, the guy that they wanted to double cross him. Mm. Puts the arrow in the guy and then they just walk off. Yeah. Brand yeah. new, f- yeah. perfectly new fletched arrow with beautiful new arrowheads. Yeah. That's sticking there. Yes. All right, so they machine gun all of those guys to death, but uh, Drongo somehow makes it out partially alive, staggers back to his dad. Gets carried by two people who are, who are 
Oh, gets Still carried there. by some people. Gets carried by some people because they are important a little bit, somewhat. Oh, true, 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 true. So, um, and he then tells his dad that uh, Hawk the Slayer is back at the nunnery. And expires. And dies. So, you know. And then Jack Palance can act. Then, yes. Sorrowful. It will require. And that's where he goes, no! You know, a Darth Vader. No, my son! There he is doing it. No, in his face, in your face. And he strikes a pose after that. I hope you have a photo of this beautiful pose that he stands there. Yes. (laughs) Just talk straight to camera. (laughs) So you you two bastards. Yep. Who are also uh, alive, and my son is not, Mm. can fight each other. That's right. No, fight him. I thought they, had, they no, were no, told no. to fight each other. Fight him. No, no, they were going to Oh, okay, fight him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because he's an honourable bad guy and he lets the, he insists that they have weapons. And uh, so, yes. Oh, <laughs> some acting. Do some acting there. Look at that eyeball. Yes. <laughs> That's why they had to cover that other eyeball because yeah. it would just be too Two much. Two of those it, yeah. is too much. Yeah, it would just be overload. All right, so... Um, oh, shit. <laughs> God fucking damn it. He gets a dagger in the, in the sternum. Uh, so the, the two guys that were with him, they pay the price, and this guy turns into a bit of a coward. Right. To put in drops, a drops a sword and bolts. That, that ain't going to help yeah, you. Yeah, that didn't help. No, and, then, um, and then I thought he put on a rather beautiful funeral mm. for his son. Yeah. Big, Big pyre. Yeah. Throw a few of his extra, you know, a few of his mates onto the yeah. fire as well. well. He did say his son should have two loyal hounds. Yeah. Go with him. There, there's your two loyal hounds. Two guys that he kills. And... And what I sort of thought was because some of our other brave heroes are going to die as well in the movie, right? We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet, but yes, we do watch the film. <laughs> I don't. But they're think, starting. They're I don't think they get such a good funeral as what old Drongo got. No, no. That's well, right. I suppose mm. the funeral plan in his army was better than the one in their army. That's right. Mm. That's it right. really surprised me that in the film where the story is based on there apparently was a prequel that previous stories these are old mates that are getting together again right mm-hmm. a film that is designed to have a sequel mm-hmm. and they kill more than half the crew <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and I've got another question for the end for the one that survives and it's like why yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why that one mm-hmm. anyway we'll get there mm-hmm. okay um, so what happens next well they're starting to worry a little bit back at the uh Back at yeah. the Abbey. That's right. They go back to the uh, the, the the Abbey and they hang out. Yep. The elf is starting to stress a bit. Yep. And you can see how stressed Hawk is there. Yep. He's uh, stabbed his sharp sword into a uh, into floor. a Another stone floor, floor again. Yep. Um, yep. That's how distressed he is. And so um, the Dark One, Voltan, turns up with an ultimatum. Yeah. He says, "I'm gonna get you guys." Tomorrow. Yeah. Do it tomorrow. Yeah. Which actually has echoes of Simmons Seven Samurai. Absolutely. And mm. Magnificent Seven as well. Yeah. Oh, that's why they all have to die at the end. Yes, of yes, yes. Of course. Yes. Yeah. And also they, they do the thing where yeah, yeah, they're coming tomorrow. So we all have to prepare. Mm. All right then, so <clears throat> flashback. Oh yes, we got more flashbacks. Um yes, there's his beautiful wife with a arrow in a back what, what was the point of this flashback what did we learn in this flashback I don't know I don't know not a lot yeah not a lot oh maybe it's just that we just had to see her die in his arms him. yeah while he's conscious well, she could have done that on the boat <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, the poor guy has to lug her out of the boat back to shore yeah. 
She could have just expired there and uh, would have saved us. Selfish. Okay then. Um, so what happens here is actually kind of interesting because um, okay, this conversation right here now, Hawk is being here very stoic and very still as his as is his want. Um, and what does um, old uh, giant down there suggest? Gort. Gort. When he you're says, being let's attacked, go, let's go there and beat them up. That's right, yeah, because man. you know, take, take Hawk, because he's, he's Hawk is a little bit of a wuss. He says, you know, there's too many of them. There's so many of them, we can't win. And Gort says, "Well, I got this story about some wasps." Yes, you know what you do when there's lots of wasps? You go to the nest. So they're going to go to the nest. But first, first they're going to need some um, magic stuff. Yes. So they send the elf to run across send for the space witch. and time. And he comes back with the witch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're all together. Um, That's a great group shot, that one. Yeah. Yes, and I collect... What happens in this shot? The They run the film backwards. <laughs> what? And the, the <laughs> more, more George Media. I mean, I, mean, I mean, sorry, wait, no. The elf um, uses some kind man. of superpower uh, and springs up 35 feet into a tree. Into a tree, yeah. whilst everybody stands very still in the, in, the, in the foreground. It's the hero shot. He's an elf. <laughs> Well, the only thing missing was that six million dollar man. All right then. So um, now there's so they're going to attack the base, the enemy's base, the bad guy's base. She uses the uh, what are these things again? The these are elf eggs. I thought there was only bloody one elf egg. No, they're rainbow eggs. She's going all colours. She's go. And they <laughs> look like elf. Before she drops them, they go through. That's right. Eight, I thought eight different permutations. I thought the uh, fireworks came out of the eggs. Well, it was smoke. These were smoke eggs. Smoke they? bombs or something like oh, that. Oh, just stinky was, eggs. Were they? Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, they made the fog. They made the smoke. They the made the fog, and they had to cancel the slaughter because the which fog Dan's was captured here. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can see in this shot. This is um, yeah. A lot of battles in this thing take place inside smoke, <laughs> fog, yeah. slow motion inside fog. Rapid, not, uh, rapid jump cuts inside fog. You got when that's the scene you got to work <laughs> with, where there's no sky and no leaves on any trees. Then that's pretty much all you get. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is Pinewood Studios so. in the middle of winter. You can tell. In England, yeah. All right, so this is England. It could be summer. So you can see that there's, uh, well, yes. or not see. Yeah, you can not see that there's um, a fight on, going on. Something went on in there. Yeah, yeah. There, there was, was a lot of screaming and uh I would assume English people from England can probably see through the fog. <laughs> it's those you of us right. who live outside. No, it's not that they can't see through the fog, but when there's no fog, they're like dazzled and they're like, ah, <laughs> oh, the light. <laughs> like so it. there it is. Yes, dark shapes. And yes, jump cuts. Cuts. Yeah, exactly. 800 people get taken out. Okay, so they, yes. Oh, look at that. That was dangerous. Guy mm. fell on a campfire. You can get hurt doing that. All right, so what's the trigger for them to actually leave? The fog is thinning. The magic the is wearing off. The fog is thinning. That's right. Yes. The, uh, and of course, it wasn't for any other reason, like the fight scenes might look a bit derpy if there's not fog everywhere. But that being aside, they then uh, use those hit and fade tactics and then steal away. Now, what was the actual outcome? You've got to get the abbess. They saw the abbess, yeah. but they didn't get her. No, that's right. They didn't get her. Because he was holding her uh, at, a knife, cage. at knife point. 
He's he's he's, he's got a kind of a a nun zoo happening here. Yep. It's the first exhibit. Fresh straw. He must be cleaning that out daily for her. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's that's good. He looks after her. Yes, it's good treatment. Well, I think her station, you know, warrants fresh straw. Mm. She's that abba. She's just any old nun. She's that's mother right. superior. Yeah, she right. needs superior straw. All right, so in the end, they then, yes, he just does some stoic staring. It's like, I will stare that guy down. <laughs> yes, copper, copper load of this, buddy. Yes, all right, so he stares at him. <laughs> Look at this guy acting his head off <laughs> next to him. Um, all right, and then what happens? They all go back to the nunnery for That's some right. reason. Uh, lick right. their wounds. They have a few wounds. The nuns get, get to look after someone. And we get to see some more uh, banter between the dwarf and the giant. We have this yeah. ongoing... That was good. Yeah. That was good fun banter that they had going on. And we also them. get to meet the... Uh, the feisty the, nun. The feisty nun that, that is not happy with the plan. No. Well, no. she's not really the feisty nun. She's the weak-willed, yeah. livy, lily-livered, yeah. knee-knocking... She's the anxious nun. Yeah. 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 The angst nun. Your plan is not good. It won't work. We must pay. We must pay the ransom. She's the black hat of yes. the operation. Yeah. So she gets it in her head that she's mm-hmm. going to go and see Volt- Voltan. She's a traitor. She is a traitor. It's a double cross. Yeah. Um, from inside the nunnery, no less. Yeah. It's shocking. Anyway, then she turns up. She's going to cut a deal. <clears throat> All right. Um, the abbot says, what are you doing? What are you doing, you crazy woman? Yeah. She's saying, yeah, don't worry. I got this. I've been li- living in a nun in a nunnery all my life. I know how to broker deals with military leaders. Yeah. Yeah, I got this. Um, hey, it, it's what worked for Donald Trump. It can work for him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The elf's having second thoughts. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ab- abbey, the elf is... Oh, we learned, uh, this is the scene where we learned that he's the last of their kind. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Add some raising the stakes. Mm. Yes, have to raise um, the stakes at this part, because part of the movie. Because he can hear the call of his people, mm. and sometimes he wants to go join them. Yeah. Well, he'll be joining them soon. All right. So. Oh, Dennis. There's not space barring away. That's probably uh, three minutes of dialogue there. there. Yeah, no, 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 that's true. There's that, and there's multiple <laughs> scenes going on there. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm that's why I'm pressing the space button there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. All right. So, um, Trader Nun. Um, now, uh, what, what happens next? Trader Nun. They all go to sleep, and the uh, the giant is guarding. Uh, the, tra- the giant's guarding. guarding. Room and Trader Nun offers a uh, beverage. That's right. Yes, and, and, uh, we've, and we've beer sk- to warm him up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. but, but we have right. s- skipped over it is England. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, warm beer, I suppose. Yeah. Yes, of course. We have skipped over an important mo- moment because we've had two incidents where the dwarf has outsmarted yes. the giant and outsmarted him out of food. That's right. But just, be- but just you know, on the eve of battle, the dwarf decides to share his food. The, the, the giant, the giant. With the giant. They, they break bread together. Yeah, the, that's that right. Camaraderie again. Yes. That's right. Their blood is thicker than bread is thicker than water. That's as right. They say. Um, yes, so you see, look at that nun up to that evil business. And then this guy um, drinks the beer. Have I got a shot of him? Oh, my God. And then he passes out. He um, uh, severely injured himself, this actor, in that he, when he fell, he fell against the wall and this was all metal. 
Yeah. Jammed up into his <laughs> neck and he did, some, he did something to his neck or something, yeah. but he was in hospital for... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So for the fight, which presumably was fil- filmed afterwards? No, that, that he, scene when he falls against Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the fight happens after. do we see... Af- I mean, did yes. he go to hospital right away or was he... A oh, I'd imagine finish the movie first. Yeah, I think I read somewhere too that they shot this out of sequence. That the, that the whole film was all shot out of sequence, like it wasn't shot linear, mm. shot to shot. Which at the time well, I think was fairly original. Legit. Like they didn't do too many, many films like that. All right. So what happens next? I think is Voltron. Well, they let, they let the, the well. Hawk wakes up to find the room full of people they didn't kill when they went to kill all the bad guys. The room is still full of henchmen. Right. So Voltran is at the gates. So Voltran needs the money. He needs to feed 100 minions. Yeah, yeah. could be. And don't you hate that? You, you go to sleep drunk, you wake up. <laughs> yeah, this arch sword to the throat. Yep. <laughs> we put the bar Mates on the tied door. to poles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a giant standing next to the door. Go. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, um, yes, the nun has let, it, let them in. But that nun, she's probably going to pay for that with her life. Yeah. And that's uh, that's the shot there where she because it's one little, thing the dark one doesn't like it's uh, enemy lack traitors of loyalty him yes yeah. treacherous <laughs> lack of loyalty yes yes you remember these guys they have this code of conduct that's this right weird code traitors of conduct never prosper yeah, that's, it. that's right come up and all right so the the um, Voltran wants the gold right. Uh, and he wants to torture them all to tell them tell him where the gold is. And then the dwarf decides to kick him in the nuts. In the face, actually. No, I thought the nuts were better. Oh, that's right. It is the face because he has to go and get the crystal treatment because of the pain Uh, to the face. You're probably right. It was the the face. And he hisses like a cat. Which I thought was very good acting from from Jack Plants. It it showed his range. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I think even Hawkey, a good old Hawkey, gets a bit of acting happening. Actually, it's in around this, this scene. time that that he gets his moment. Oh yeah, yeah. The Botox kind of the pressure behind the Botox yeah. breaks, and yeah. his face erupts into a emotion, emotional moving thing. Here's one of these scenes where we where really the focus of the acting is on the uh, yeah, left eyeball area. Yeah, that's all you can see. And the dwarf gets it, uh, stabbage to the yeah to the body. Yep. So. The dwarfs, yeah. But as he trouble. says, he's happy to die amongst friends. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah. Uh, I think, have I got a shot here? Yeah, it comes up a little bit. And the dwarf gets it. Yeah, right. So. Oh, oh there we go. Oh. <laughs> There's an act. An I don't know if I caught it properly. Because, it out. because the acting... Only happened for a second. Yeah. There was only a second worth, yeah. but it was intense. It did go up mm. to about nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hulk got angry, and then the crazy string, <laughs> the silly <laughs> yes. string. The uh, the witch turns up. Yeah, and, and through she's... a slit in the door, mm-hmm. unleashes the crazy string. Is that on? Who is this again? Is this not so the dark? That's one? just no, random. Just no, random guy. Random guy. Yeah. So just he's guarding the guy, guarding all the good guys. And then she right. kicks the door in, and then sends in the uh, light orbs of death. Laser ray, little smoke dot. She's also got those party poppers. I'm That's sure right. those, which are that little things. And now they're all dead. 
Yeah, this was the moment when my the guy over there is going to stand yeah, in yeah, it's, the crazy Yeah, it's, it's solidified. It's like the aliens yeah, yeah. thing covered in the goo. This was the moment when my wife lost all cred- credibility in the film. <laughs> well, she could take everything else, but when they used yeah. silly string, yeah. that that was That's what I thought one too. step it's, too far for her. But in 1980, like it could have been like not a mainstream thing. It might have been out like awesome. Well, it's yeah, but now it's toddlers use it. Yes. Well, they you could buy just prior to this film, Spider Man silly stream because I wanted it badly. That's right, I remember those. Um, So yeah, some sort of fight ensues. Um, Ralph, good old Ralph, great character in the movie. Kind of gets a dagger in the back. When on Bob. When does he get? Does he in this fight? Uh, you missed it. He doesn't get a pyre or a burning thing at the end. Uh, you know, it's just like dagger. In the, he's dead. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like smokers. That he's dead. Yes. He was. Yeah, he was. He uh, struggled throughout. He, the film. he, he used did, up he his did. nine lives during <laughs> the film. <laughs> he gave it a good shot. He gave it a good shot. He gave it a good try. So he, he got to, and also, the elf is kind of dead in there somewhere as well. Mm-hmm. And can you remember when the elf got killed? No. No, nobody can. <laughs> he wasn't dead. He was still moving. He was groaning. He was groaning. And then di- he only died he when did Hawk... Die? Um, what, Hawk put yes. him out of his misery? <laughs> I can't I remember. remember. Exactly, you can't remember. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's just Ralph and, and the elf, yeah, they're dead. I don't think they show how he dies. <laughs> no, that's right. It's just the, the aftermath of the battle and he's leaning yeah. up against a column groaning. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's just like... That's crazy. I mean, old Drongo, he yeah. got all of that thing. He got yeah. the battle at the end between the... And he got the pyre. Yeah, it's a travesty. It is a travesty. Yeah. All right, so they're all dead. Uh, the, the dwarf did get a bubble. He though. gets a bubble. He gets right. a bubble. He gets a, okay, burial. He gets a, a force field hmm. put over him for some reason. So that means at this point, the others are not dead yet because they're just burying him. Yeah. yeah. Others, oh, there they are. Yeah, so no, it's a bit out of sequence yeah. for some reason. All right, so you'd think that that's the end, but it's not the end because whilst they've all been getting killed and then the nun's gone outside and Hawk's gone out to bloody get the nun and it turns out that Voltran has done a switcheroo and now he's back in the abbey and he's got all of the nuns tied up and he's got everybody. That's where they all die. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and that's where they all die, right? That's where the glowy, glowy poof balls come in. Um, and so, oh, look at that, look at that, laser beams, man. That's right. Yeah. Magic laser beams. Um, and then there's going to be the final showdown between Voltran and Hawk the Slayer, and this is going to be in slow motion. Actually, also um, the main fight happens with snow, so they obscure that as well. I know. Yeah, that's what. I, yes, yes, you're right. It's not just smoke; it's just snow going on. And- that's right. So there's uh, basically this little battle takes everyone out. Except for Hawk, Hawk, and, Hawk and the giant, and the dark one, and the giant. And, well, alive. the giant's also still alive. He gets taken out, but not killed. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets quite conked on the head, and he's like, "Oh!" and yeah. falls over. Um, so then there's going to be the the final battle. Um, now remember that um, um, Voltran disarms Hawk. And Seems says, to be a lot of similarity to the fog. Exactly. Early it's yes, that's why I say these main battle sequences take place in all of this. You can't make anything. No, exactly, all. exactly. Plus, the editing didn't help either. Yeah. Um, so, um, where was I? 
uh, Voltran. D D D D weaponizes him. He's That's right. He, he yeah. He drops his weapon. Yeah. Right. But we know it's the mind sword. And he can yes. And so he can say he can. Summon Run it. the tape backwards yeah. and cause it to appear in <laughs> well, his hand. You can chuck it and then <laughs> run the tape backwards. And Actually, the Dark One doesn't aware that he has the no. power. That's right. When did uh, Empire Strikes Back come 82. out? 82. So that's after this. So, mm. so, so this is before Luke Skywalker's thing with the lightsaber. They must have copied this. Wow. Must have. Oh, the... Yeah. Where he uh, yep. uses his Jedi... Yeah. Mind trick to, to Oh, I have no doubt Lucas, Lucas looked at this for inspiration. This film. Oh, it's the same year. Yeah, no, it's Jedi, I think, was 82 or something. Empire is 1980. Yeah, that rings a bell. Imagine Jedi, this Jedi movie. was 82. It must have been 82, Jedi. This movie up against Empire. But anyway, um, okay, so. Um, and then there's, yeah, some sword ching, 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 ching. Uh, see, there's a dead elf. That's right. You know, it just turns out smoke clears and he's dead. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, and um, and then there's a fight between the heroes. Remember, yeah, there's old that's Gord right. over there the, still. That's right. You know. Yep. Um, so ch- when did the when did Gord get tied up? Was 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 at the Hawk, end at the end of the big. I got a Hawk got rescued for a while. Gord got conked on yeah. the head and he got knocked out. Yes. Then Hawk had left the Abbey. Why? Because the. The high Abbas had been had gone outside for some reason. Have a smoke. Have a smoke. Yes, yeah, she'd gone outside to have a smoke. Okay, I can't remember that bit. No, no, no. no. He he definitely goes outside. Yeah. He, and then when he comes back in, he's got control of the abbey and he's got all of the nuns tied up and he's got old Gord tied up as well. Oh, okay. Now why did he go outside? Yeah, why did he? Go, why was he there? Why was who I win? Remember. Oh, so why, why does the hero no, leave the battle? The nun, I know that Mother Superior is outside the Abbey for some reason. I can't remember what the reason is, but Hawk goes outside and ching, 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 and rescues the Mother Superior. Does Does he go back to the camp to rescue her? Is that what he does after the battle? The Mother Superior? Yeah. No, no, she's just like outside the front door. I'm, oh, maybe I'm not going to watch it know. again, so I'm just going to have to take well, anyway, okay, maybe it. my memory's playing tricks on me. Anyway, let's wrap up the, the yep. story because we're yep. almost there. He gets the sword back in his hand. That's right. Um, oh, that's actually when he's losing the sword, but then he um, has this fight. So if you just skip ahead a few. There we Jack are. So, yeah, he's doing Jack some acting. <laughs> he's got to remove his vestments as well. That's right. Damn it. And then... And then um, Voltan... Gives him a moment to pray before yeah. he kills him. That's yeah. right. And gets flashed in the face with the uh, the cross, yes. again, which, which causes an immediate uh, flashback in his his other in eye. His own eye, in his own mind. A bit of a there it is. There, there it is. Nah, PTSD there. Yep. Yep. There we go. Yeah. Ching! Right in the face. And then there's going to be think it, some. He, he's when he's kneeling down. When Hawk is kneeling down, he's got a knife. No, it's it's the cross. He the pulled, cross. Uh, no, because he chucks a knife to free the giant. Uh, so when's he f- hits the rope? So when's he use the knife from the cross? Not yeah. There's the knife in the cross. Is there, there a knife in the cross? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what he chucks, chucks to free yeah. free the giant. Mm. So the giant is now free here, and he punches out the guy, and the main battle ensues between the two brothers. Yep. Here we go. Yes, Jedi mind powers happening there. 
Um, exactly. Yeah, there we go. Which, oh, acting! <laughs> which is important to the narrative because <laughs> the secret to the mind saw that was um, denied uh, at the start of the, the dark one is what allows yes. Hawk to kill him yes. later on. Which is the ultimate slap in the face to the bad yeah. guy is that the, the power that he sought in the first yeah. act of the film. It's um, the narrative the, the power that killed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I like that. I like that phrase. <laughs> That's a chapter in your book. <laughs> yeah, it's a chapter in the book. So, um, is he dead? <laughs> he tries to throw another dagger at him because that's his that's his only trick that he's actually got is chucking daggers at people. Now we hit slow mo, right? Yes, it all goes in slow mo. <laughs> we're talking. Remember, all the fight this scenes is have to be forty-five s- seconds of slow mo, mm-hmm. which, if you probably sped it up to normal speed, is an eight-second fight. Yes. Yes. Literally. Uh, yes. One swish, swish. About four or five swishes. Yeah. Mind you, there's a lot of uh, the hawk just standing around waiting for Jack Plants to turn around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a little old and he's a little slow. So. And remember, they've got their codes of chivalry. So. <laughs> the 80s synth, synth and drum machine is going uh, yeah. nuts yeah. at this yeah, point. Yeah, the music's oh, freaking we awesome. Oh, mentioned the music. Yeah, yeah, yeah we show. haven't. Oh, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. How right. fitting was that choice of, of synthesizer movie music for this film movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took me out. Took me out. I think they blew up several synthesizers. Oh yeah, because they worked them hard in this film. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so they're going to fight to the death. <laughs> it's all slow mo. It's all in slow motion, and eventually, when Jack Blance eventually gets his shit together, yes, he gets a good chop in the stomach. And throughout the entire film, we do not see a drop of blood. Not a, not a drop. That's true. See, if this was Game of Thrones, yeah, um, we'd, we'd see Jack Plants' entrails <laughs> spill, out. Wet, spill out and wetly land on the stone. Yeah, yeah. well, he tries to gather them and yeah. back in. All right, then. So, with that done, he's still acting. He's still dying. He's dead, he's, but he's still acting. You know, you just can't keep a good actor down. Um, all right, so uh, let's kind of wrap this up. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going because we're getting bored. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. trying to remember it. Uh, so the, it's what like a bit like Lord of the, Re- the Return of the King, where you have to have twenty end wrap up. So um, the giant lives for some reason. I don't know why they chose the giant because he signed on for the potential show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and he lives in the forest, so he's got a tent just down the thing, so they can just call him up again. Well, I'm with know. you though. I couldn't quite work out why you would wipe everyone out. And just leave one guy, and why that guy? Yes, why not the dwarf, or why not? The I thought elf? it should have been the one-arm guy. Like you well, just can't kill him. Yeah, yeah, he was certainly giving it a good try. Um, all right, the dark one uh, um, turns out, you know, the the emp- the uh, the emperor, the dark emperor devil, yes. goes and collects him. In the red cave. Yes, because you, you know the spirit of of the. The Dark Emperor floats through a wall. Yes, picks up his body and floats back out through the wall with his body somehow. The finished body. with him, <laughs> yeah. Yes. and that's yeah, left totally left it open for the sequel. So the sequel, we were supposed to see the Dark One return, mm. and it even says we're going to need you for later. Mm. So maybe you know, I'd like to see him come back as a zombie. Actually, can you imagine zombie Jack Palance yeah. uh, as the leader of the? The, the second movie. I think that'd be awesome. Um, so they go and visit the abbot and uh, they give all the cash to the abbot for some reason. Um, and then they uh, sort of think about going different ways and um, 
the uh, the witch says that the the wizards are gathering in the south. Ah, uh, yes. And they think, yeah, fuck it, let's go south. That intrigues me. I shall go south also. Yes. Mm. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. Job yeah. done. <laughs> Do they go together? Does the giant end? Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Because he even says, because yeah. he was planning on guarding some f- fat baron, and he says wizards will be a lot more interesting than That's right. guarding some fat baron. And then after they gallop off, the witch has the last line, and her last line is, we shall meet again, bearer of the mind sword. <laughs> That's right. So we have the Wizards of the South for the sequel. Mm-hmm. We have Zombie Jack Plants. We've got Gort and the Wizard, at least. And the Witch, I mean. Gort and Hawk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hawk yeah. as yep. well. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff there. Yeah, I, if I was a betting man, I'm going to say that this is not going to be a sequel. I'd say there'll be a reboot before there's a sequel. That's what I think. A big Hollywood reboot, triple A production. So the genre itself has sort of fallen away over the years, hasn't it? The uh, the swords and sorcerers. Well, There's I mean, been a it's, couple of attempts. It's I mean, it's had a comeback on TV. Mm. I mean, we had Lord of, of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but then but then it's moved on to TV as King Arthur has discovered yeah. painfully. Yeah, mm. that it does better on on TV now, yeah. and that's maybe where it's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, gentlemen, do we want to uh, do we want to buy, rent, or set fire to this film, Tom? Oh, neither. You Sorry. don't do any of those things. I'm not going to buy it. I wouldn't rent it. I wouldn't set fire to it. It's not that bad. It's a it's a fun little movie. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's fun in its simplicity. I would it's rent amusing. it. It's amusing. It's amusing, but I... Yeah. If I had the choice between those three, I'd, I'd rather rent it than, than burn it. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not a bad thing. So we're renting. You're renting as well. Yeah. The first time I watched it, because I watched it twice, uh, the first time I watched it, I thought it was awful. Mm. Like, very, very bad movie. <laughs> very, very bad movie. <laughs> and then I like started reading how other people really loved it. And that kind of rubbed off on me a little bit. Yeah. And the second time, yeah, the second time I watched it, I I actually enjoyed it a lot more. So, yeah. What were you guys rent? I was rent. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of renting. I think if I was in in Rick's shoes and this was you know me as a teenager loving it, I would definitely Mm. buy it because there's some shit movies out there that I love. Mm. Well, in fact, I just recently bought this (laughs) off Amazon. (laughs) So. And I mean, there was some. I put my money where where my mouth is. <laughs> it's those, the, and I also own it on VHS. Wow! Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't have a VHS that. player. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got the tapes. Yeah. Um, I, it, it was simple to um, to know who was who. It would have been easy <clears throat> to watch as a young <clears throat> kid and really make sense. It's a of kids' it. movie, really. It is a kids' it? movie. Um, yeah. I mean, the the reason I love it still now, and the reason I was crazy over it is, it was like one of our games that we played mm. come to life yeah. we've mm-hmm. never seen it our our games you know it had all the tropes there the magic gem the vengeance quest all that stuff it was like one of our you know rpg adventures mm. yeah and i think that's mentioned by other people you know, i was reading lots mm. of comments and other people had that same experience that you know yeah it, it just kind of hit at the right time when 
you know Dungeons and Dragons and people were playing all of that stuff and it was just like yeah this has just come to real come to life mm. um, and perhaps in a simpler time when there wasn't the internet and a thousand different choices and yeah. kids were younger mm. and stuff you know it would have just looked pretty, pretty that's why I didn't set fire to it that, that I believe that in its time mm. I would have rented it I would have pulled it off the shelf I would have rented it even then mm. I would have rented it um, it's it's from that time, mm. you know, and it's one of the, unfortunately, it's one of those genres that doesn't age well as well, because unless you've got the big budget, tentpole special effects, mm. you know, you, and it didn't have a huge budget, you could tell there, that mm. even the effects that they used were some cheap pyro, mm. and, and just rocking footage back and forth in the edit suite and mm. things like that. Um, probably they had a props department that they pulled all the stuff out of at the BBC, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it's, deserves its place in the lore of that genre yeah I think you're all Philistines <laughs> <laughs> I think you I think you got out of it we pretty, give you the benefit of the, of the yeah, yeah, absolutely I've been taking it easy on you <laughs> well, it, it would just show how wrong you are the, the, the harder you went the wronger you would be this yep. film did uh, had international releases as well so I, I usually like to add the, the German translation to movies yeah, yeah, because yeah. Germans do weird things to titles. <laughs> but this one is pretty benign. They're just calling it the, the Keeper of the Magic Sword. <laughs> okay. oh, the Keeper of the Magic But the, the Greeks did better. The Greek title is uh, Jack Otrello Sadistis, which I think translates as Jack the Crazy Madman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Who the hell's Jack? Must be Voltan, I think, because I don't know. Names no. changed too. Well, Jack, well, Jack Palance. It would have to be, it wouldn't it? Because it couldn't be Hawk. Could be described as a crazy madman. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's interesting. So they're taking the name of the title, that, which, which tells us who the hero is, because the hero really doesn't get much of an oh, introduction, Jack. right? Yeah, Jack Palance, of course. And then they Weird. turn the, the title of the film, which is the hero's name, into the... The bad yeah. guy's name, who has a much better role, has much better acting, has yeah. much much better mm. everything. Mm. Yeah. Turn them, turn him into the hero. That's really interesting. Scored a five point five uh, on IMDb rating out of ten. Mm. Yeah. That's mm. not bad. There's, I've seen a lot worse than that. Mm. It's out of two and a half thousand. And it actually had more than one or two female uh, actors in it. Which mm-hmm. is a nice change for yeah. us, mm. but of, of none of which you can see more than a chin mm. or nose, or maybe if you're lucky, the whole face. But everything else was always like. But the sad, the sad yeah. part is, it still shows more than what we've seen in pre- previous films. Absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's the sausage fest that we've seen uh, going on in some of these other films. Um, all right, gentlemen, that's uh, that's probably it for the another show. I can quite confidently say that this one definitely will go up hey. and uh, and be available on the podcast tomorrow. So um, it's been great to get us all together again. We'll, we've got a few movies lined up to have a look at. We might not do a Swords and Sorcerer one for the next one, um, but we would. I would like to visit Krull um, soon, rolling off one of the, this, this particular field. And even Conan, perhaps. Yeah. Absolutely. Written by Oliver Stone, mm. the Conan movie. Or the more big, grady Red Sonja. Mm. Oh, yes. Another one. Yes. Might be more suitable to, to the kind of movies that yeah. we're Yeah, because Conan might be too good for us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be right. You might be right. It is, yeah. it is cinema legend. Okay, so uh, any parting words before we head off, gentlemen? Uh, any, any excitement coming up over the next week or two? Nothing really? 
It's, uh, winter, it's winter here. Mm, yeah. we, we hibernate. We've we've been doing a little bit of um, uh, Elite Dangerous, shall we say, exploiting. <laughs> trying to. Trying to exploit. <laughs> trying to get the big bucks. Trying to squeeze some fun out of the game. But meeting anyway. meeting people from the other side of the planet in the in the meantime. Oh no, from New Zealand. from the other side of the planet, living in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. But um, we've been enjoying yeah some of the new features. So, so, so I've, I don't play the game, but I assume that's an international server is there. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just about to release on Xbox. It's already out on no, it's out on Xbox. It's just about to release on uh, PS4. And it's early access, and this. everyone can play in the same instance. Mm. PC, Xbox, and and also everyone worldwide. You don't have a Southeast Asian server and a European one. Yeah. Not to make this take too too much longer, but the guy we met just randomly because there's an in-game chat. He's got virtual reality head That's gear right. set up. He's got the controls and voice commands, and he's got voice commands. So yeah. he says, "Spaceship, yeah. turn Ra- on lights, raise the shields." Yes, and it says, "Lower the landing gear." Lower, you know, turning on the lights, Captain. <laughs> And we'll be talking like he'll talk to you, and then in the middle of a sentence, he'll yeah, say, yeah. How uh, are you guys going? Spaceship, turn on lights. Yes, medium thrusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing tomorrow? Drop landing gear. <laughs> yeah. I'm very keen to have a look at the new virtual reality um, Star Trek game <clears throat> where you're on the bridge. It's, yeah, it's getting seen, really big wraps. Seen a review of that. Looks pretty fun. They reckon it's one of the best VR experiences mm. that, that is available mm. at the moment. Um, and. We have the ability to literally have three. I think there is three people who can play on the bridge at one time. And there's a captain and a real time. Yeah, like weapons, yeah. nav, captain. Um, three, so we, three installs of the game though. Three, three computers. Three separate yeah, computers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and we can need get three VR units. Mm. Give that a crack. All right, that's, that's All right. it. We can banter like this forever, but she, we shan't. Rick, Tom, Dan, pleasure. Been a pleasure. Pleasure I'll to be here with you again. And uh, until next time, that's it for another week. See you later. Bye for now.